Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, you ever have to pay alimony for seven years at a time? Uh, hey, I just got divorced. It's crazy. <laughs> that was a little taste. <laughs> Laura and I just Laura and I just discussed the breaking page six breaking news that Bethany Frankel is releasing a stand-up comedy album debut. I won't be listening because I value my mental health and just because you can hold a microphone and say things that you think are funny into it does not mean that you're a stand-up comedian and that that activity warrants an album of your stand-up comedy. Also, the funniest people on Bravo are not the comedians that come out of Bravo. It's the people that don't realize that they are funny who yeah. are truly the comedians. <laughs> <laughs> The Dorindas and the... Like, Kelly Bensimone is more of a ke- comedian to me She's than a... Kelly Bensimone is a comedian. <laughs> yeah, like, Kristen Doty is a true comedian. <laughs> She's Miss Maisel. She's, like, yeah. 100%. Like, she is a connoisseur of comedy. She's been doing it since the fucking Dust Bowl era. Like Bethany is, like... Bethany is quippy. Yeah, yeah, she's quippy, but like she's. But so uh, what? You know. Any I'm everyone s- and every anyone and everyone. Everyone's a comedian. Like everyone's a comedian these days. I think COVID made people think that they were comedians because everyone was stuck at home and like Absolutely. comedy came to a standstill, and just like gen in general, laws came to a standstill. 
And so then out of the dearth of lols and having nothing actually funny to laugh at, people that have no business being in comedy decided are now you like know what? I'm pretty funny. I'm a comedian. Yeah. I think maybe me. <laughs> and- <laughs> Why not me? Hey. I'm funny. I uh, I'm a writer. I'm funny. I'm really funny. And I'm gonna start making I'm funny. And then You know what? I'm gonna do a stand-up album. There's like CrossFit gays who are like, I'm I'm a comedian. And I'm funny, yeah. and I'm going to do videos where I make jokes about being gay. Because that's, like, the experience, and it's relatable. So I'm going to make jokes and do TikToks and wear wigs, and that's really funny. If you ask me... If you ask me, I'm a comedian. Funny. Yeah. It's like Brad Goretzky that... doing, like, his skits. I'm like, someone <sighs> needs... I'm sorry. I... Cedar. I... I'm a fan of Brad Goreski from the Rachel Zoe days. So like, I always will have a soft spot for him, but like he, he needs to, someone needs to call Cedars. I think we should. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> well, no one is talking about like this. A cease, a cease and desist. And no one seems to be talking about this. I feel alarm when I'm seeing him like recreate skits and like do. And I'm just like, someone is someone like addressing this. I forgot that he even does this because the times that I've actually seen it, my brain goes into like, and I have a mini stroke and then shut my phone and then impromptly go into a state of self-imposed amnesia and then forget. I like men in black myself into thinking that it's never happened Mm -hmm. until you bring it back up. And then I remember that I've seen him do this and then I'm, not okay with it it's and not so okay it's, maybe re- it's people, not okay i need where I are his a, loved ones people <laughs> are forgetting that it's happening because he it's the kind of person that does something that's like so unfunny that you have no choice but to just make yourself forget so they just don't remember that it's happening so he can do it forever and ever without intervention and i think the people that do remember it happening i, I think I'm, there's something about him that feels very off limits like People yeah. are like, we can't, we can't discuss what's going on or discuss him in a negative way because something bad will happen to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, but look, I'm like, bitch. He's for it me. Can't get any worse for me. <laughs> he's kind of in that like hot bubble because he's really cute and he's like buff and he is just like sweet and he is fun. Like he was funny on Rachel's. Like I'm not. He is funny, but like he not in a way he's of like charming as himself. Not in a way of. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm no expert. I you know I am I'm not like a stand-up comic, but like I I'm worried for him. And that's all I'm going to say. I think that if you care about him and you care about other people that are engaging with his content in a positive manner, what you, you should to take do them aside and have a really tough discussion with them but more importantly tough talk i think Mm -hmm. you need to just not engage with that at all and just talk about it behind your behind his back or behind people's back let's not let's not normalize Mm -mm. this type of behavior but like that that, where i'm just like okay well i'm you know i i've written for tv and on funny shows like i've I'm, i'm trying to make this my career and 
when I see something like that and someone just, and I'm just like, well, maybe I should just like, I don't know, become a there mime. There was a term <laughs> that I came up with on Babe for the type of lols that people create that are like not funny to you or I or anyone with like a true sense of humor, but funny to like a grand swath of people i just i can't relate but it's out there and it happens and i call them vape lols because they're just like lol that's like you've explained this it's like a vape lol yeah and like that is like a specific type of lol that some people do and i don't know who's finding it a lot of a lot of people a lot of people a lot of people do yeah and there's no you know it's not it's me being bitter I should just be let people like if they want to make do something that makes them laugh like that's good for them. But Bethany going on and doing a seven minute set at the New York Comedy Cellar. No, is that her album? It's on it. She did a. It wasn't an album. I stand corrected. It's actually a. She went up and did like a set, which is almost. Oh, that I am like kind of into. That I feel like she's getting into, like, she's getting into the muck. You know what I mean? Carrie is giving me a look like, you better not. You better okay. Not. I, I, I stand. I'm. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's really, she's really going, doing it. Starting from the bottom. Her, like, she's really starting from the bottom right now. So I, good for but her. But I mean. I'm a, I have a little more bandwidth for that kind of activity than just being like, I too am funny and like releasing an album, which feels like a cash grab. But like, I guess go off, like get, take to the stage. <laughs> you know what I'm really upset about and what happened yesterday that was announced that officially like this could be the beginning of the end of Los Angeles is that the Arclight and... Yeah movie theaters the fucking grove are shut down potentially forever at the grove too yeah oh i thought it was no no both yeah sorry oh, you heard no. it here first it was terrible news those were my top two theaters i love the arc light so much i know we saw midsummer there we saw ma there I, the arc light was like my bastion of hope for like when like when I've reached full vaccination status, like I pictured myself just strolling through the lobby and like into a movie, probably alone or with like a trusted friend. <laughs> just like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like strolling. That's me stepping out into the arc light lobby and just like living my fucking life. Yeah. And now TBD. Don't know if it's gonna happen. No, it was I have a real a feeling bummer. The I, I think will someone come will back. Someone will buy it, but like, just me have a rich person. Like, isn't this what rich people are for? Yeah, to like buy failing institutions such as this. Like, it can be a tax write off. I'm sure. Like, yeah. come on, someone just do it. Can't Steven Spielberg just do it? Yeah, or like George Lucas. Can Lucas Films do it? Or like some Disney? Can't like can't no, Jeff not, Bezos just do it? do it? Like, yeah. I don't want Disney to do it because then they're just going to like turn it into the, another Disney theater. They can't get rid of the dome. That's like a, they I th- are no, that's, that's, like, I think that's a, I think Molly Lambert, my LA like guru. The true 
queen of Los Angeles. The true, she tweeted that I think she said it's a it's a historical landmark. So well, they can keep it there, but oh yeah, I ugh, I love the. I dome. mean, I'm sure that I they love could. The dome. They turn it into like an event center that turns into like a Forever Twenty One. Turns into a Starbucks. That. A Starbucks. They made it a Starbucks reserve. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, hmm, hey. Meet I me kinda, at the reserve. <laughs> I like this. Meet me at the dome reserve. <laughs> or they turn into like a planetarium. Sure. I don't know. I was like. I was really bummed out. LA seemed like it was bouncing back. No. Only to be confronted with like, LA might actually be like a really shitty place to live well the thing about the the arc light is like and i was talking about it with some friends last night over over a zoom but i which i'm still zooming um (laughs) i it's like la is so it's not like new york where it's there's like everyone's sort of like closer together everyone's every Mm -hmm. la is i mean I'm, i'm i'm explaining this to people that don't live here i'm not explaining to you but like it's a very spread out city. You feel you can feel very kind of isolated here, and it's just so it's so vast that it's like hard to get your arms around LA sometimes. Like you know what I'm talking about, of like feeling like a community. And the ArcLight is like a it's like a small town vibe almost. Like when you go there, you like run into people, you see people. Like if you're there on a Friday night or like just on the weekend, like you you'll see someone. You know what I mean? And it's like it's almost like suburbia in a way it's a hot place to see and be seen for a certain type of angelino yeah like gay or like in comedy just like someone with good taste someone with good taste or or piss poor taste but piss poor good (laughs) piss poor your piss poor taste good taste and like i miss the art at the arc light which was always really bad I miss the smell. I just miss walking in and like the excitement of swiping my little card and getting my tickets printed out and then just looking up. It looks like an airport terminal. Like I'm like looking up. Mm-hmm. It's very airporty. And like just I loved when they started serving wine and you could get a movie pour mm. of overpriced Pinot Noir and take it into your seat and get a little tipsy. Um, <laughs> Life just isn't the same. And like I am going to movies again. Love that for But you. it also doesn't feel it just doesn't feel the same. Like you can't get like your hot popcorn, put the butter on it yourself. They give you butter in like a little dish, which makes you feel really I'm sorry, fat. seeing a star is born at the dome was a highlight of my LA life. Mm-hmm. Ah! Seeing Terminator three. Seeing, seeing Dark Terminator Fate with you and Simon. <laughs> Dark Fate. In the dome in the was fucking dome. Like that informed my thirties in a lot of ways. That like set that, that blazed was, a trail. That was right before COVID. And we were the three and of us. And that also really yeah, I was like, wow, I am a proud bisexual woman after I saw that movie. Yeah, it like re I think it I think I could feel something shifted in you. Like I you seemed mm-hmm. like you were on cloud nine after we, when we were walking out of the theater. I was ready to start 2020 off sucking, fucking, and scissoring. <laughs> and then and then we all know what happened next. It was a very queer affirming movie, for sure. Yeah. But no, it's just I saw Blade Runner there. I saw Suspiria in the dome. 
Did we see Midsommar in the dome? No, we saw it. No, it was in a regular it theater, a reg- but theater. it was still at the arc light. It just, I I'm saw, just like, I saw what? cats. That was great. <laughs> That's psychotic. I couldn't even make it through cats on an on demand scenario. So that changed you. God bless you. People that saw cats in a theater need to go get a psych eval. Just like a year later to make sure everything's in place. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm down to do, I'm, I'm due for that anyway. I think it's, it's not like, I'm not saying like, oh, you're a psycho for seeing it. I'm saying like, it could have actually like hurt your brain. Like you could have like a brain injury you don't even know about. Yeah, you're right. I think I injured something that day. And also the Grove sucks now. I was there on Friday just walking around trying to get my steps in. And there's lines outside of every, like everything is just a line. It feels like Disney World, but yeah. with no payoff. I won't, I shan't The only payoff around. is you pay a money to buy something. I'm not and really. And then you a... walk around Nordstrom and literally every single person on the floor of the beauty area asks you if you're looking for anything in particular and you're like please stop talking to me like just let me browse that's why you go to the beverly connection i haven't been there in a really long time that's my spot they have nordstrom rack they have uh men's warehouse they have target they have uh marshall's they have some good places there and that's my vibe now that now that the grove Beverly center now that the grove failing grove the failing grove and i'm i'm headed to the beverly connection wow okay the beverly connection sometimes can be a dark place for me but oh it's totally maybe dark. i'll check it out yeah la's i don't know la's la's tanking weird, weird vibe. you heard it here first weird vibe um but r.i.p arclight and i hope someone rich buys it and yeah, it's going to be fucking like Amazon buys it and there's going to be like robot dogs. Everywhere. I would uh, accept a robot dog. <laughs> Did you see that? I think actually replacing the like vending staff with robots would make it a little more efficient because they are incredibly slow at the arc light. They are. They always have been. They're on island time. There seem to be so many of them, yet somehow the lines are just crazy long and slow and I've never been able to do the math about it. Mm -hmm. So I would be for just outsourcing those jobs to AI. They're all. (laughs) (laughs) My mic stand just slowly fell. He just knocked over. With like your own head. I I like that. You've been podcasting for years now and I'm still you're still learning your way around a microphone. I'm still finding my way around a mic. <laughs> sure. It's really charming. Thanks. <sighs> yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see a quiet place too, honestly, in a theater and I, uh, I same, fucking need it. Honestly fucking same. I need it. I, I need n- to get fucked by a monster in a quiet place too. Yeah. I need to see Killian Murphy just like being, being crazy being crazy apocalypse daddy and emily blunt just going shh mm-hmm. need it emily blunt with her inexplicably beautiful blonde hair that somehow is the hair color is like on fleek even though they're <laughs> in the middle of the destruction of the world i love that her hair yeah the tone of it it literally is fresh out of the salon <laughs> highlights with the most beautiful tone yeah mid apocalypse yeah, they never really get that right. They always should 
like like i'm sorry you need to have like some roots or something yeah you don't you would not have she's not a natural blonde like you can tell just by her coloring that like she's just not a natural blonde we all know that it's not we all know <laughs> emily we fucking emily, know. We know and like in these movies you can't there's no way that your hair would look that good. That well, is bu- that is store bought. Yeah. High end blonde hair. Like you've I been say to, this you've been to who fucking goes to get their hair blonded. Like Bedell Sassoon. Yeah. In the apocalypse. You need to be like missing at least one tooth in the apocalypse. And just look dirty and gaunt. I, I mean, even in like the Hunger Games, like Jayla Katniss was like stunning stunning like well you know well nourished like fully like what liam hemsworth character was like jacked perfectly perfect hair like i was like aren't they in like the appalachia of this universe like shouldn't and they're like starving it's called yeah that's where hunger games start lost me is because everyone was just like too hot and glossy yeah i mean i wasn't in the capital I get after like they get famous and the in the I mean now we're going into like specifics but I I just like I any apocalypse movie like no one ever looks dirty enough. Yeah, you would be covered in a layer of dust. Like, There's no sweat. running water. Like yeah. you literally have to like bathe in a bucket. Yeah. How are you even getting toothpaste? Like CVS is gone. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Get baking soda. We need a realistic apocalypse beauty looks. You can still like do like really gaunt, like cheekbones, mm-hmm. eye bags. Wait, I don't, I don't. If no root. one, if someone doesn't want to lose, like I don't want to make anyone like have to like lose the weight. But I'm just saying they should just make someone look. Just use strategic shadowing and yeah. contour. There's a movie. Like, get a makeup artist that makes it look like people have been harrowed. Hmm. There's a movie called. It comes at night with mm-hmm. Riley Keogh's in it and Charlie Barnett. Or not Charlie Barnett, yeah. the guy from Girls. The guy from Girls. Um, Christopher Abbott, sorry. And that was a pretty real. Charlie Barnett isn't Charlie Burnett. She was on Vanderbump Rules. I love her, like, thinking of her and it comes at night. And, like, a really gritty, like, A24 horror movie. She's like, Jax is old. Yeah. No, but they looked pretty harrowing. Mm -hmm. Mad Max was really good. Yeah, Mad Max was great. They were hot but dusty. Yeah, that's how it would be. They were in the Outback. Another Riley joint. My queen. What can't she do? Truly nothing. Her and Zola, I'm gonna like her and Taylor Page together seems like I truly an, a truly Thelma and Louise level historical historical performance. And that was one that I specifically was like, I'm going to the arc light to see this movie, and that will be my peak moment of twenty twenty one. And now even that is taken from us. So I'm so happy that they're releasing Zola. Like they knew the, they knew there had to be an audience. Like you had to see it with people. I yeah. feel like they knew that. That's so. not just like an on demand. 
I'm all for releasing movies on demand at the same time as theaters. I think that that's just smart. And I think you actually could probably make more money that way because there are a lot of people that would prefer to watch a movie at home. So just like let them like, but I need to be in a theater. Godzilla. I'm going to go to a theater. Zola. I'm going to go to a theater. There are certain movies that I'm like, yeah, like I'm taking my ass to a theater, sitting down. Halloween kills. (laughs) Enjoying this. Um, oh, speaking of Halloween, really fast, and then we'll get into Rock of Love, but the trailer for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills looks pretty good. <gasps> Kathy Hilton. Pretty damn good. Kathy Hilton. Kathy Hilton. Every word that comes out of her mouth makes me cry with laughter. I like what she said at the end, and then Kyle like told her to shut up. She goes, wearing sunglasses, like white. She looks like, she looks she like goes, the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> Life is a poker game. And everyone has to show their cards. And Kyle goes, shut up, Kathy. (laughs) I love, they seem like they're like in cahoots all season, which is good. Yeah, that's the best. Like Kyle as as a sister is really great. And I think Kathy is a lawler at heart. I think they both are lawlers. No one lawls harder. Yeah. Than Kathy. And like, Kathy's also just a ham. And Kyle. I and just, you know she's so excited to be on yeah. camera. And Kyle just was probably laughing at her the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point. That's a Kim, great. That's a great entertaining vibe. Well, even when Kim and Kyle were good, when they were together goofing off, it was like the funniest shit ever. Mm-hmm. But they, they revealed that Kim changed her number. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Kim? We need a Kim Where wellness is Kim? check. Where is Kim? We need to find Kim 2021. Okay, Kathy goes, well, Kim Kim changed her number. And then Kyle, <laughs> and then Kyle just goes, <gasps> and then And then they're like, widows, orphans, about Erica Jane's plane crash embezzlement. Oh, yeah. And they go, it makes me sick. Someone said that. Erica Jane is doing her best acting work oh yeah she's like, such a psycho yeah she's a fucking fraud also i'm sorry like i don't know what sutton gets herself into but i'm until i see it i'm team sutton for life and i don't think anyone should be coming for her and leave sutton and her spindly little legs alone leave her alone sutton, hands sutton off might be getting i think sutton gets herself into some hot water this season <laughs> The thing is, I don't think Sutton means to dig her own grave. Like, I think she just, like, is learning. I don't even know, because I don't know what happens. But I was really here for Sutton being going, What? I'm jealous of you and your ugly pants. Crystal To that new housewife. And I'm sorry, her pants were really ugly. (laughs) They they just show, like, a shot of her, like, standing all alone. With her garbage bag leather pants. I think she looks chic, though, in general. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, for... she looks chic in general, but those pants were hid. I'm also ready for more Garcelle, and I need her to be more prominently featured, and like I need her to be more of a star because she was so funny when she appeared last season, and I need more of her. And I'm ready for. Garcelle's... I liked Garcelle and Denise talking shit about people in cars. That's what that. I. That's the I'm content I crave. I really miss Denise. Kathy. Denise did what needed to be done for her. It's interesting to see like who just simply can't take it. And I'm worried that like 
I'm worried that if you give Sutton too hard of a time this season, she'll quit. She will. She's because she seems incredibly fragile. Um. Yeah, I I miss I don't miss fucking Teddy Mellencamp. Good riddance. No, I forgot that she was even a part of the show. Me too. I honestly did not remember her. Have fun. I'm have need fun more with Dorit. your Nexium. Oh yeah, Dorit. Yeah. Have fun cyberbullying people into eating like a lettuce cup for lunch. <laughs> oh my god. I need to read in her Buka de Bipple Venture. Is Buka open? Do not take Buka from me. I think um Is Buka open is my Google right now. Is Buka de Beppo open for dine in was the first thing that popped up. Wow. Um, <gasps> Buka is, is open. It's open. Are we going? It's open. It literally is. In Universal Oh, that's the Universal Studios. No, one. I'm talking in Sino. Ryan Bailey's I think he went to It uh, is open. Ryan Bailey of So Bad It's Good said when I was on his podcast, he said he went to Buka. <laughs> and did when? That in the summer and did like outdoor dining. Oh, but that's not the lemon room. I yeah. want to go in the Amalfi room. Okay. The Capri room. Caprizi. It, uh, doesn't it look like Capri? Doesn't it look like Capri? It's open. I want to get... Oh. I'll be going there eating some chicken parmigiana. Yeah. Well, getting some mozzarella sticks, maybe some fried raviolis. I'll bet they do f- good fried raviolis at Buca. Oh yeah, I'm Buca de Beppo's has great shitty like family style food. Oh man, okay. Well, things are looking up. Yeah, it has three and a half stars on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're looking forward to Roby Robich. And um, good good times to be had this summer. But speaking of good times, good times on a good time. Let's get into our our real reason why we're talking today. I'm Carrie. Please, I'm Laura. And this and you're listening to sexy, Sexy, unique unique podcast. podcast. Insatiable, insatiable bitch goddesses. Wow. Okay, so we we're down to eight women, and this episode is a, a doozy. This episode really soured me yeah. on many of the women involved. Um, not that it takes much, but they really were rude in this episode. Also, it opened with Natasha talking, and I immediately knew that she was going to get eliminated just based on that. I know. Natasha, and I was sad. I was very angry for her this episode, and I thought the treatment of her was like 
really gross. Like, leg- I legit, like, was, like, didn't even, like, want to keep watching at one point. Because I didn't like yeah, how mean disgusting. everyone was being. And Brett was, Brett is fucking dumb. He's a dumb person. I'm sorry. And I, I mean, I yeah. knew, but he's, like, really stupid. He's, like, completely... And he does have gay, he legit, I know we make fun of it, but he legit has gay 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 panic panic. and trans, transphobia. Like his gay panic is so ignited in this episode that he can't even speak after a while. Like he has trouble. I know. Did you notice that he got, he he had almost like he was so ignited. He had like manic stammering. I was like, are you on Coke? Like what? Why are you? No, he's just panic. He's he's, on gay panic. He was malfunctioning (laughs) to a degree that was like actually difficult to watch. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, you are very, very. Yeah, you have a very. So if there's one, just the one, I guess, semi-positive or interesting thing to come out of the, the way they did Natasha dirty was to just get like a very clear look at what gay panic truly looks like when a quote unquote straight man's masculinity and heterosexuality is challenged. Yeah, so we'll get to that. But so we come up, the yeah. girls are still in Chi Town. Laura's. I always want to say, I always feel compulsed to be like, Laura, you still live there. I used to live there, guys. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. They're, they're, you know, the first morning without Marcia. Natasha's happy she's gone. Like it's there's a there's a calmness over the the really nice hotel room. It looks really pretty. Yeah, this saying. is the definite peak of where they've stayed so far. Um, they get gathered up onto the bus and they head to St. Louis, and most of them don't know where that is. <laughs> Mostly goes, "We're going to St. Louis. Where's that?" Oof. And everyone's like, "I'm bad at geography." Bah! On the bus, and then we come to find out that Ashley and Farah have turned on Natasha, and they hate her because of her deep voice. And then they start to posit, is Natasha a man? They start calling her a man. and Transphobic pieces of shit. I thought that they were just like, because it seems like that's their go-to insult for like everyone that they feel genuinely like threatened by, like Beverly or anyone that doesn't look like them, which are like blow-up dolls with real, like holes. Real dolls. Yeah. N- real dolls actually look better than them. I mean... When Farah isn't wearing makeup, she looks like the Mucinex monster. <laughs> Farah, <laughs> Farah, I think is Brittany with a wig. Brittany who? Brittany the who got eliminated. They look alike. The girl who did porn. Which one was Brittany? Like the crazy one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They do look very similar. And. I'm sorry that what the what the French needs to stop. Farah, she's got to stop. You need to stop, it's or too much. you need to be arrested. But yeah, they're they're really she's going. Still, at, she's still what the Frenching to this day. But yeah, like Laura, on Instagram, like Lara said, like that's usually their go-to. They're just like, oh, she's a man, but they're really going in on Natasha to a point where they're like actually like trying to like prove that she's a man. They're or just insinuating that she's like trans, I guess. Yeah. 
which is like good for fucking her if she is like who like but it's also not your place not to your like fucking bring business. that to the table and also natasha's and gorgeous and like she's i believe that she's i don't think she actually is a trans woman but i if she was like she's hotter than all of you so like sorry you can't be the her. crazy thing yeah the crazy thing too is to see the like just that how far like not only they take this theory of theirs but how production then runs with it and does like funny edits about it and just like seeing the visibility like knowing now what we know like and how trans people are like far more visible in culture and like honored and like especially like black trans people like I guess culturally we've come semi far. But also just how dangerous. And we know how much like, you know, they face a lot of danger too, especially black trans women. And like to, I don't know, to the way they portrayed her. It's like, you, you don't know the ramifications of this even, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, I don't know. It's very production did her dirty. And they like really fucked with her, and I thought it was very, yeah. very irresponsible. Yeah, it's shocking to see. I guess what was deemed like okay and funny back then versus well, that, like well, that was like such a that was always like a gag. Like oh, yeah. like she's you know the person's not actually, you know what I mean? Like that was always, that was like a sitcom gab like so much, and like that the joke the butt of the joke is like, and. Ashley and Farrah, they take it so far. And it's like, you guys are adults. Like, this is, like, so cruel and, like, weird. I don't know. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, damn, like, that shit wouldn't fly today. So Brett is, like, being annoying and, like, strumming his guitar and his, like, little tour. He has his, a whole bus to himself, I think. And he's mm-hmm. he's just pensive and he's kind of lamenting that he feels no real connection with any of these women. And at this point in the previous seasons, he'd already had like, he'd already like fucked a few of them. Yeah. Basically <laughs> Brett just wants to fuck one. hasn't fucked one of them. I don't think. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe if you weren't on a bus trying to do a tour at the same time that you were doing this show and you were just in a house, you would get to like slam people a little bit more, but yeah, he's, he's like, like pouty. He's like, this isn't a slam bus. And I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, bummed. I haven't done, I haven't had any slam pig moments in my bus, and <laughs> I just haven't really felt a deep connection with anyone. It makes Brett sad. So they end up at they Larry Flint's <laughs> Hustler Club in South St. Louis, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> there is maybe no darker place than this, like at Hustler le- Club in a parking lot. At least go to the one in Hollywood. Like not, not the way. It was so it was like sad. off the side of the a girls. Freeway. The girls are so excited. Well, the pink bus girls are psyched, and then the blue bus girls are not psyched. Beverly's like, oh. Beverly is like in a continual state of what the fuckery. Beverly's not thrilled about this. No, I think she she I could see her eventually leaving because she's like. Her, her realizations of like the way this world works are so 
comical to me because she's like outraged at everything that happens and i'm like bitch like this is who this person is and like what they're all about and this is who you are and this is who you are because you've decided to set foot in this world like you either play the game or you get the fuck out they pull up and farrah goes shut the franch up and i just wrote shut up (laughs) make it stop so they go inside and Brett's waiting for them and he explains that it's going to be a makeover challenge and that they bring out three women who are like clearly like models mod- or, or like girls that probably work there and they're yeah. they're like they made them look really frumpy and it's like it's very bad disguises. They make them all look like kind of dowdy women but they're all like you know it's like okay. one <laughs> One is like in a school, like in like looks like a school marm. One's in like a full sweatpants, like bad pony. That I was like, this is how I look on a daily basis. I love you. It's like these girls right now are hideous and not hot. And I was like, <laughs> I was like looking in a mirror, and then he's like, he's like, your job is to take these women and make them look like the sexy goddesses they are. These women are disgusting, ugly women, and you need to make them look hot. I'm not seeing any boobs. He's like, I want them to Show me some tits. He just wants their tits out. Yeah, turn them into sticks with tits. But I do love a makeover challenge, and so I was really into this. I was like, yes, make them fucking hot. And like, (laughs) they're Jamie, (laughs) Jenny, and Cammie. Jenny looks like. Chrissy Hyde from The Pretenders. Mm-hmm. She's giving me Jess vibes season one a little bit. They split them into three teams. And Natasha and Ashley are on one team. So, you know, that's going to brew trouble. Yeah. And Natasha says she went to cosmetology school. So she like knows a thing or two about doing a makeover. And I was like, yes, bitch. Like, I would trust her. Yeah. With that kind of training, I'm like, attack my brows and hair and do what needs to be done. With that kind of training? Well, anything's possible. (laughs) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? 
I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist. And I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sarah is nominated. She gets like to be the captain of her team. And she goes, there's one thing I know how to do. It's how to dress someone and do their hair and makeup. And I was like, I guess if you can transform yourself from a literal mucus blob to like the way you look on a day-to-day basis, like maybe that's true. But also you look like you have rat hair. It's funny. Before I knew the twist, I wrote Brett is going to leave these girls for the makeover girls. Because Brett was like, oh, he was like, you guys are. 
You guys are looking pretty She's good. Oogling. Yeah. And Farah does nothing as her team captain except suck down a vodka crayon and then like make con she like circles around their makeover person. She goes, I'd effer. <laughs> but just like, please don't. If Farah says is that bright. about you, you need to run. Um Farah is like a drag queen though. Like yeah, she is. I'm sorry if we're gonna point fingers and be like, so and so's a man. Like she literally presents like a drag queen. I'd and like her. her jokes are that of like her jokes and cadence and stuff are that of like a seasoned drag contestant. And I in viewing her through that lens makes me actually like her because I then view her as a drag queen. But like as a woman, I don't. They continue. I mean, I to don't be like so... her either way. Yeah, no, I don't no, like I her don't... either way. Uh, yeah. To be clear, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. she's trash. But like, if I. But to make myself accept her, I was like, okay, she now is dragged to me. Her and Ashley continue to be so mean about Natasha. They just continue to, like, make comments about her. Yeah. And then Brett winds up asking, after the girls come out and, like, do their little, one of them, like, does, like, an amazing, like, pole twirl. And you're like, okay, like, she's, this is her job. And Mm -hmm. Brett's like, you girls, uh... You girls did such a good job. And he's like, you know, I'm into these women and I'm going to ask them to come tour with us. And they're all like, and then Farrah just goes. She gives him a standing ovation. The other girls are pissed. Yeah. Well, also I was like, the makeovers were bad. Like Jamie looked hot to me. Yeah. Brett goes, me likey, when she came out. And I literally almost shot myself. <laughs> my skin crawls. Yeah, like, I lost control of my bowels in that moment. Yeah. And then the blonde one looked completely unfortunate. They put her in a horrible top. Like, a going out top that, like... Remember when girls would wear, like, bootcut jeans and a going out top that they would stretch down over their jeans? So it was, yeah. like... And like a halter, it was like such a really, it was a bad relic of the early aughts. Mm-hmm. And then someone goes, Cammy looks like Rosie O'Donnell if Rosie O'Donnell decided to put on makeup. And they weren't wrong. <laughs> um, the girls are so riled up and Ashley goes to Brett's bus to like complain to him about this decision. Um, and I just wrote, Brett did this to terrorize the girls. Yeah, he wanted to like hurt someone. He was like, "No one's crying, and no one. It doesn't feel like anyone's traumatized, and I'm really only can get a boner when I have traumatized a woman. So here's what I'm gonna do, and it works on Ashley like a charm. And she, she goes in fast cry talks to Brett in his trailer. Does she have like, she have like wet brain? Like she's something's she's really stupid. Yeah. I don't know if it's just an act or what, but when she's talking to him, uh, my brain was turning into wet brain. She's like, I'm not here to argue a good time. I mean, I'm having fun, but I'm here to like, like she talked like way too fast and was like crying. And then she, she tells Brett like insincere, like that she thinks Natasha might be a man. uh, Yeah. Like someone cross-dressing. It takes a dark turn at this point because she then like lays out. She's like, Natasha only wears skirts, like only wears tutus. It's it's really bizarre how like 
Like I thought she was just being a like a mean like a meanie and just like being a bully, but like she's actually trying to like out Natasha as being like trans potentially. And Brett and like as a means to get her eliminated. And Brett instead of being he like buys uh it. like uh, you know, I think I think maybe he and like give he's like I don't think we should be talking about that or like that's he doesn't stick up for Natasha. He takes it the bait and buys it. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of, now I'm thinking about this. Well, I mean, if you're going to do anything to get in Brett's head, you just challenge his heterosexuality and it will like haunt him for the rest of his days. And Ashley probably knew that. Yeah. Like that's like a great tactic to get someone eliminated. It's like, you know that Brett hates gay stuff. So then you're just all you have to do is like plant a tiny seed that like someone might be a man and his fellows is it gay dar goes fucking flying off the hinges. It's and wild. It doesn't matter. It's crazy to see. I like this. It was so I was very uncomfortable. Like I was very upset and uh, like this legitimately made me upset watching this. Because I was just like, this is so fucked. Like it was just I was like, these people are. <laughs> really bad so brett takes the winners of the challenge like natasha mindy and kelsey anyway the winners going to and uh sorry i was just i then just took to reddit to find out like what became of natasha Someone said, didn't Natasha give Kelsey a permanent brain injury after assaulting her on the reunion show? Oh, my God. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I know. I love that. Um, Brett, uh, Brett, doesn't Brett take the, the girls out, the new girls out for, like, a spin? Well, first he takes the three team captains on a date. And, he, and that's Natasha, Farah, and Mindy. And he gathers them all and actually takes them on like a nice date on like a riverboat. Yeah, it looked fun. I was like, this shows a little bit of effort and is like a cute thing to do. And I I wrote Mindy's going to hijack this riverboat. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Farah is wearing jeans that look like she just got bukkakeed in a game game. In a game bang. Literally, it looks like several, it looks like a hundred men all came on her at the same time. She has just cum jeans. It's like her jeans, literally, like, why would you dress like that? It's Uh, disgusting. And this is where her rat hair truly took its final form. Like, it, I don't understand. I've never liked or taken to the, like, like blonde on top and then like super super dark hair like black hair underneath i think that that looks dead animal like and i was just like damn farah's fucking wild for this like i would delete a girl that dressed like that over yeah it's like davy crockett covered in jizz (laughs) a mucinex monster with makeup (laughs) tits and jizz all over his jeans (laughs) <laughs> like 
I would I would eliminate that person. I'm like, you're not well. Um. So they they go. I would on hope a- that trans people are competing for my love. Like I would hope to attract like a swath of humanity. Yeah. No. I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, I again, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I'm not, I don't think. I don't think Natasha, Natasha identifies as a trans woman, but I it, even if she was, like, that's great. And like, I'd be she's like, that's better. fucking rock and roll. There's like actually nothing more rock and roll than that. Than living your truth. Yeah, and like even and like gender bending and stuff is like very rock. It's it's very. Strange. You would think that Brett my Brett highlight my cleavage Michaels would be the first to know that, but his reaction is just it's unhinged and like it's crazy, really gross. But before he has like another cringe moment with Natasha, Mindy and Brett take to the bow <laughs> of the ship or the steer, whatever the front is i don't know and the front the steer and 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 he's like let's we'll go out in the plank like titanic it'll be romantic it'll be hot and then mindy and him start kissing and mindy goes more of this more of this please (laughs) brett's also wearing like transition lenses yeah he's he's vampire in this moment he literally asked his fellas if transition lenses were gay and they said no they're straight as the day is long yeah it's so he looks a mess he looks like bella hadid (laughs) he looks yeah (laughs) he's he literally is dressed like how bella hadid dresses on a day-to-day basis (laughs) like if her street style is like brett michaels rock of love his riverboat style um, is Brett's riverboat style? I'm serious. Like they have, like I, you guys gotta Google it. She has worn this outfit exactly. We cut back to the hotel, and the girls are all like, the line is being drawn between the new girls <laughs> the and newbies. the 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 OGs. And Britannia is sitting by the buffet table eating Cheetos and just glaring at Cammy. And Cammy and Britannia goes, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> and Cammy's like, well, yeah. sorry about it. Like, we're here. And she's like, you're just here to be on TV or something, aren't you? And Cammy's like, actually, no, I'm not. And then Britannia's like, oh, you want to fucking fight me? And she goes over and like gets in her face. Ashley has to like come in between them. And she's like about to literally beat this girl's ass. <laughs> Britannia really went off the rails over nothing. And she's like, oh, you're grinning at me? Because Cammy was doing that thing where, like, she's smiling, being like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Side note, Britannia now has millions of followers on Instagram and is, like, killing it on OnlyFans. Good for her. She's, like, she's literally, like, rich. Wow. And you know who follows her? Cardi B. Oh my god! Yeah, so wow. Britannia ha- has come out of this process unscathed. A star. And I just did a quick Google of Natasha as well, and it seems as though she's making six figures doing adult movies. So oh, yeah. Mazel to Natasha, too. Good for her. Yeah, these ladies are killing it. Getting away from Brett is the wow. best thing that ever happened to them. Britannia has 6 million followers. Yeah, Britannia is slaying. Wow, and she still has her uh 
cheek piercings. Her cheek piercings. Wow. I feel like once you have those, you probably have them for life. Yeah. Wow. Icon. Um, mm-hmm. So. I feel bad for Cammy, kind of, because she's like out of her element. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> there's. <laughs> She she's like the fourth sister wife coming in. Yeah, she's the Robin of the crew, but I don't think she'll get as far as Robin. Um, Cammy, okay, I had a I made up a math equation. Want to hear it? Yeah. Cammy plus Taya equals Sheena. Wow, that's really true. Very very true. Oh. Taya without makeup is like another person. So many of these women are another person without makeup. Uh, back on the New river, cynics. on the river sticks, Brett and Natasha. Brett asks Natasha to come talk, and they're hanging. And Brett's like, "I'm, you know, I've connected with you, blah blah blah." And then he's like, his voiceover, he's like, "But in the back of my head, I just keep thinking of that one thought." And he's thinking about what Ashley said, and he just he starts like getting almost manic with natasha like he yeah. starts he starts getting like his voice actually goes up an octave and he starts stammering and talking almost like he's on coke that's how like like very nervous he almost looks like he's sweating and he gets like really tensed up and like doesn't really know what he, he's not he's saying nonsense to her basically yeah and, it's and very, he's like i just have to ask her like the one question that's on my mind and then he's like uh, Natasha, uh, he, oh, he, he, here's what I need to know. And I really thought in that moment, like, he was going to ask and we could, like, just fucking put this to bed with his, like, disrespectful ass question. But he can't even ask her. And then a bug lands on her and she, like, flips out. And he's like, oh, it's a bug. And, like, wipes it away from her boob. And then he's like, okay, so I chickened out. I couldn't ask her the question. But she did get scared of a bug, and that was very girly. And I was like, Brett, you're literally (laughs) a dumbass pig. Yeah. He's, I mean, I. Slut pig. I literally just wrote, oh my God, Brett is going to ask it. I am literally in shock. That's, I I was was like, like, holy shit. He's like, he's that. I mean, the bar is already low with him, but I was like, wow, he really is like a very stupid person. A stupid man. It was, it was like. I would have respected him more if he had just asked the question rather than just like eliminating someone for something that like he couldn't like. Because even later after he eliminates Natasha, he's like. I didn't eliminate Natasha because of what Ashley said. I like, and I was like, "Yeah, fucking right." Like, yeah, you did. We all saw. Yes, you did. You clearly did. Like, there's no question in my mind that that's exactly why he eliminated her. It's sick, and and he he had no right to ask her, and it's like it's 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 just it's astounding what a small-minded person how warped their brain will become if just with the like inference that someone kind of puts in their head like someone takes an idea and just like starts it's crazy it's especially with a man with like something like this like what it will do to him Mm -hmm. 
And then he stays like watching a sign, like a sociological. Experiment. It was. And he's he stays in this kind of manic, high, high octave state when he gets back and he invites Ashley over and he's like, I, 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 I wanted to play you a song, Ashley. I, I heard a I, I, I was talking to you guys about it earlier, but I, I, and he, he plays her a song and it's like really weird and he's like desperate for her. It's almost like he's like, hey, Ashley, you don't think I'm gay, right? Like, he's like, you know what well, I mean? first, he goes back to, like, the new ladies in their hotel room. And he's like, just wanted to check on you all and see how you all are doing. And then, like, Beverly and the other women come in. And Beverly is like, I just need to ask you, like, were you somehow, like, not feeling it with us? And you felt that's why you felt the need to, like, invite three other women. Like, we're pissed about this. Like, we feel betrayed. Then Brett flips out on everyone. He like starts like cussing and actually like the true angry Brett comes out like and he cusses everyone out and then stalks off to his bus. And in a moment of like true straight panic, he was like, I need someone to like, I need like a girl to suck my dick or else I'm gay. And that's why Ashley gets like recruited. He calls on Ashley basically to tell her like, that he's really feeling connection with her, but he's like, he has to prove to himself. He's like, ah, so he like invites her on the bus to fuck her. Yeah. And it's, you're so right. That's so what it was. Yeah. It was, it was not shocking given like we've sat with this pig for like three seasons or whatever and seen the way he works. Like he's very predictable, but it was, fascinating nonetheless to see like and i think ashley knew exactly what she was doing yeah like she's she's like a narc on the other women and then also knows what seeds to plant in order to like yeah but it was in order to cater to his like to either ignite his insecurities to the point where he feels a need to like prove himself to her specifically because i think also since she's the one who like planted the seed yeah, he he's like, I is that as like, oh, in her mind, this is what I'm into. So the only way to like set her straight is to dick her down. He's going to fuck her straight. And yeah, that's totally it. He's like, she thinks I'm gay. So I need to I need to prove to her by inviting her onto my tour bus, playing her a shitty ass song and then having her suck my dick in the back of the bus. Yeah, it's it was. It was actually this episode was like. There should be like a lo- like a think piece about it. Like it was it was like a true study and like the fragility of of masculinity. Mm-hmm. And heteronormative masculinity. Cishet. Cis cis hat. Yeah. Um yeah. the other girls are like watching from the above. They're like, she's on that bus with Ashley. She's not back yet. <laughs> Beverly is like sitting in her bed, which she's never looked hotter. Something about this show is making Beverly get hotter and hotter with every passing episode. She's in like a negligee and she's like cheekbones to the gods and like a great like blunt kind of lob. And she's just like, he's going to go in there and fuck her all night on the bus. Like, I don't think so. And I was like, God, Beverly, like go down on me already. Jesus. You're into her. <laughs> I'm into Bev. But um, like, and also I think Brett needed to prove to everyone else that Ashley could have talked to, like he needed to seed a bunch of jealousy in so that all the women would get like fired up and know that like, this is, he's going to choose people to fuck. I don't think he actually likes any of these women. No way. I think he still he normally, likes Christy Joe. Yeah. 
I think normally he does have one or two that he likes, but not these girls all working and doing his job at the same time as filming this show. There's not a lot of bandwidth to like get to know someone. Um, but one thing he won't do is be painted like a gay man, fellas, to a bus full of women, fellas, to a bus. Um, <laughs> the next day, Brett takes Jenny, Jamie, and Cammy out for a little, little date, and basically to just bring them on and gossip with them, Sh- stir the shit. <laughs> when Cammy is announcing their date. She's holding a tray of jeans. <laughs> Come jeans. I felt like I was in another like universe. I was like, why is she holding this tr- silver platter? What if there was a restaurant denim? where they serve you denim for dinner? It was. She looked like she was about. She was like bringing your entree to the table and like gonna set it down on like the little thing that folds out that they set it down before they set it on your thing. And I was like, "What's with this tray of jeans?" And Brett got them jeans to wear on the date. It was so weird. It was like, "So put on your Union Jack jeans and let's go to the date." And I was like, "What?" He loves. I don't want jeans. He loves a lady in denim. Jeans from a man. It's so bizarre, fellas. Is it gay to give jeans to a woman? They're like, no, straightest gift you can give to a lady. All straightest right. gift you can give to a broad. <laughs> to a doll. Um, <laughs> to a dame. Ashley, oh, Ashley also spent the whole night on Brett's bus, slam pig style. <laughs> <laughs> My God. He's like, in, he's going to like pick Ashley, I swear to God. I think so. Who else could? There's no one else at this point that would even make it sense. While Brett's hanging out with the girls and they're like, he's having fun with them. He goes, I can't believe these are the same frumpy girls from yesterday. And I was like, Brett, you're so like he. I really think he thinks that they were just like these random like frump women that they like they just told he believed the production. I can't I believe know. that they're the same I think he's like recording girls. like a soundbite. <laughs> I don't know. I think he believes he's that like, they're rude. Yesterday, you were ugly. And today, you're kind of hot. It's kind of turning me on. <laughs> it's kind of turning me on. <laughs> I got to say, it's kind of turning me on. They get a massive platter. They have... Three massive platters. One is like chicken tenders. I was like, yum. Yeah. One was like a huge platter of fried ravioli, which mm. I was like, hell yes. And like this date, he actually did two good dates, two passable fun dates that weren't related to him in any way, mm-hmm. which is shocking considering his track record of dates. Yeah, that's true. So I was like, good for you. Yeah, he was his date. His dating quality was like in terms of the quality of the dates was definitely better this episode. Yeah, but and then I he's mean, like, "I had the best time I've had this whole time. Let's all go on the bus and make out." And they're like, "Yeah, that was." I he, kind of. <laughs> he was like, "Let's all, let's all go on the bus and make out." <laughs> yeah, he needed to like further prove his straightness. I kind of like Jennifer. Yeah, they're 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 a good they're a breath of fresh air. Jennifer seems 
a little bit not all there, but then she also gives me Gaga vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're she right. She seems like she reads like Stephanie Germanata, like doing some sort of performance art uh-huh. where she acts like this. So I was like, I see it. I love yeah. it. I'm here for it. Little monsters, pause up. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, Brett pretends to work out. Oh, yeah. And he has this very weird interaction with Britannia. <laughs> she walks in wearing a wild dress. Yeah. Press workout is just him going. <laughs> like, him pulling like a one of those like trap machines. Mm-hmm. Like an erg. He, he, yeah. I was surprised that he wasn't working out in jeans because that's his go-to fitness outfit. I know. But he was in like track pants. So I was like, he, that's a step in the right direction. And Britannia walks in and sits down and then they have like a non-conversation where he's like, Britannia needs to show me that we can connect. And then she just goes, um, uh, (laughs) and then it's just literally like a minute of her saying, um, to be fair though, that's strike one. That's, that's (laughs) every conversation I have when I'm at the gym. Um, Matt. If I see somebody, no. Mm. No, I could not talk to people <laughs> go, at, a, at go, any sort of workout scenario. I go, mm. uh, hey. <laughs> hey. Ooh. The most I'm <laughs> able to do in like a fitness. And then I and then I pre- and then I assume the crab walk position and go and skitter out of the way. That's me at the gym seeing anyone I know. Ooh. Yeah, mm. me in a workout class is just me passing by people, like trying to like slide past them, but like not touch them mm-hmm. and not like invade their space. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going sorry, sorry, yeah. Ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no. oh, oh. sorry. No. No. I'm and then I have a hard time speaking one. with anyone. Yes. Can I go over here? And... Sorry. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh, you go. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry. Mm, yeah. Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, your turn. Yeah. I can't imagine going to a gym and like. Like, I love workout classes because you have, like, the goal in mind. You're being told what to do. Mm-hmm. It starts and it ends. You mm-hmm. arrive, you leave. And, like, a gym is, like, you go there and you're doing your own thing. And at any time, someone could come up to you and try and, like, speak to you mm-hmm. and interact. It's a, and that's, like, I love that safe. built-in protection of a workout class because... They're, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You can come up at the end. Yeah, but a gym is like kind of a free-for-all. It's a fucking free-for-all. And then even for like some gay men, you fuck afterwards. <laughs> Which is like the time that I least want to fuck someone is when I'm fully just like pig sweat post-workout. <laughs> That's not the time that I'm like. Not your vibe. Hell yeah. Now I'd love to get railed in a shower. I'd love to get athlete's foot and like a dick in my ass. Like I don't like I just have 
I just have nothing but mad respect. It's a it's a it's a wild wild west out there. It is the wild west. Women and men. Women are from Mar- <laughs> women. Men are from Mars, and women are from Venus. Am I right? Ladies, am I right? Ladies, am I right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Ladies, what's going that's on? That's my there? version. That's you of doing stand up. Is it gay? Is ladies? Am I right? No, that's you. That's you doing stand up. Ladies, <laughs> am I right or am I right? Am I right? Men, so crazy. <laughs> Women, different than men. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> hey. That's my that's my set, and that's my time. Thank you. Thank you. And good night. Standing ovation. Hey, here's hey, my. This is ladies. my. This is my stand-up. What? You have a top and you have a bottom. And you put them together, and they fuck. But when you have a top, <laughs> but it's like I'm laughing. But it's like when you have a top, you can be like, "Hey, I'm also a bottom on the inside," and the bottoms can be like, "Yeah, you are." And that's my set. <laughs> I'm like, woo! Woo! Yeah! And 14 vodka crayons in. Yeah. Woo! Yeah! I take one tit out. Yeah! I love woo! him. I'm going to fuck him. I'm going to fuck him. <laughs> He's high. I'm going to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. You have to admit. You got me. That's like every. That's like the gays so- just the gays make me laugh. I can't help it. <laughs> they just do. I'm your. I'll be your fucking jester. You are. I'm like God, gays are so funny. <sighs> they really are. Everything they say, I love God. it. You're like crazy. You're. St- you're like. You're like so funny. You're like crazy. Oh my god. You're. That's like funny. <laughs> that's hysterical. Fuck. Yeah. Man. Yes. <laughs> yes, queen. Yeah, fuck yes. They just like, they almost like go into like they can't even speak. You nailed it. Just silent. Um, you killed it tonight. Guys, things are going off the rails. We're <laughs> Danya just going, um. <laughs> Mm. That's where this all started. <laughs> I know. <It's... laughs> um, um, uh, and Brett goes, All I'm asking for is a chance to know you. All I'm asking for is a chance. <laughs> Psycho. I, like, I had the same. All I'm asking is just to know you a little bit. And then he goes, Strike two. Fucking gross. If a man talks to me like that, I'm like, What is actually wrong with you? You need a cat scan. I need a you need a cat scan and I need a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, and I need to sew up my vagina cuz it's leading me to all the wrong places. <laughs> I need a restraining order immediately on myself. All I need is to know you. All I'm asking for is just the ch- I was like stop. <laughs> stop it. Stop talking like a baby bumpkin. <laughs> baby. <laughs> A little cabbage patch kid. Stop. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. Stop it. <laughs> um, Brett, st- 
stop. But has anyone ever just been like, stop? No, no one in his since he's like been nineteen. No one has ever. I told would him love to just, to just go on Rock of Love just so that I could have one on one time for him. And when he goes, all I'm asking for is a chance to just to do, and I go, Brett, stop, stop it, please. Stop talking like You're that. Embarrassing yourself. Don't talk like that. It's you, gross. It's really weird. Are you bizarre. okay? Yeah. What's happening to you? Are you going through what something? What wrong? Yeah. What went wrong? Who hurt you? <laughs> Let's talk about. Hey, no, no, no. I want to talk about that. He's like, oh. I would no, ask no, Brett no, no, what no, his I... biggest trauma. Yeah, I would unpack his childhood trauma with him and get to the bottom. My of... beautiful trauma, Pink. Um. <laughs> Then the elimination ceremony comes, and Big John's looking hot as shit. I had a moment where I just paused and I looked at the TV and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> 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 he's, he is he like he's hit, hot, he but I'm hit I'm, the gym in a real way." Yeah, he's he's definitely like gotten toned, but I'm also really afraid of him because he's gonna he's a sniper. I know. He's... I want him to lay his whole body weight on me and slowly suffocate me to death. <laughs> yeah. I have that reaction with... I'm not really him, though. I have it with other, like, random... Who? With other <laughs> big boys? Like, Big John? Who? <laughs> like, uh... Well, the other John... John Barlow. Who? John Barlow. John Barlow. I want him to like run me over with Please. like back up slowly in his Lexus. In a Hummer. Yeah. In like his Defender, whatever car. So I, his listen, Range I get. Rover. I'm not John. Big John doesn't do it for me, but I get. I get it because I. I also have candidates where you're like. Mm, Big a, John looks like he has like a dragon dick. Like yeah, he has. He has like a fucking. Have you seen those like dragon dildos? Like that's yeah. what I imagine. He's yeah. like packing. Yeah, he has unfathomable. And cock. he's like a little bit more. He's slimmed down. He's a little bit more cut up. His cheekbones are kind of prevalent. He's got a tan going on. I mean, standing next to Brett, honestly, any man is gonna look fuckable because Brett Hadid is really like serving transition lens realness. He looks like Penny. He looks. He's trying to be Penny Marshall and he can't. Let's just say that. Brett looks like Penny Marshall mashed up with both Hadid sisters. <laughs> Brett Hadid. Um, Brett Hadid Marshall. Um, Brett Hadid Marshall. Brett. <sighs> All I'm would... asking for is a chance to get to know you. Brett gives a pass to the three new women. And... Yeah. The elimination begins. Gets a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley gets a pass, like of course. And then it comes down to Britannia and um, Natasha, and you think it's like, oh, he did. He just gave Britannia a warning. Is he gonna really fully give in to his gay panic? And he does. Yeah. And he eliminates. Even though him and Britannia have nothing in common, and he and Natasha actually seem to like have a vibe. Yeah. He lets Natasha her gets eliminated. And she looks bummed, but I think she's going to be okay. Yeah, it's for the best. Yeah, she's better off. 
And Brett was like, it's not because of what Ashley. I'm like, yeah. like It literally is. You're such a liar. Like, it absolutely is. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Grow yeah. up. He sucks. All I'm asking for is a chance to get to know you. That haunts me. This looks like the like, baby why are from you dinosaurs. Speaking to me like that. <laughs> the Mucinex man. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally Farah. I was like when she's laying in bed and Ashley comes strolling in from getting dicked down on the back of the bus. Yeah. She's sitting there going. <laughs> Damn. Um. Very so, depressing yeah, episode. There's really no one worth rooting for anymore, except maybe Britannia. Maybe Britannia, maybe one of the new girls, but who knows? Honestly, Taya, like, I guess her leg is okay. I don't know. Like, I'm still reeling from her falling off the stage. Kelsey, Kelsey. slipped in. I was like, where the hell is she? I forgot about her. I know he called her name. She goes, finally. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, this episode was psychotic. But we're hanging in not there. a banger. Just we're like not a dark state of dark yeah. state of humanity. Yeah, let's justice for Natasha. Justice for Natasha, and like, it's just. Fuck- I mean, the whole premise of trying to say that or smear her for that is bad but even just the fact that like she wasn't even able to like defend herself like or, it was just like oh we're gonna say this and then that's enough to like just get you out of here is fucked yeah it's like she something that is no one's business was being used as was ammo. being presented and then used and as, presented and as and true used as ammo and then presented it presented as true but presented as being like something so horrible and awful like you can't even like talk to someone about it it's like fuck, fuck off you. everyone fuck all of them you're literally the antithesis of rock and roll not yeah, rockers I, that's not rock to me yeah being in rock and roll is like being open-minded and like accepting all differences. That's what I think rock and roll is. And yeah, same. Fucking small-minded pea brains. Homophobic, transphobic, racist. Pig-brained. Pig-brained. That's all we're going to say about that. Um, um, but well, stay tuned. We have a great <laughs> bonus episode where we discuss sister wives. So Yeah. Just subscribe to the Patreon so you can get a little load of that. Yeah, get a hot load of our sister wives <laughs> discussion uh, by going to patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. And uh, yeah. Follow Lara at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at eCario. Subscribe to the pod. You know what? If you haven't rated the pod, give us five stars. We deserve it. That'd be really nice. That'd be oh, and we had a we had a great we had a shout out last week in Nylon Magazine as one of the best comedy podcasts of 2021. Um, Yeah, 
my name wasn't nylon included, says it's but I, true. but I still feel like I was part of it and I was excited. Carrie, this was, podcast wouldn't be what it I was, is. I was amazing. Part of it. I was, you were a salt, you were a little bit salty. We have a bone I to pick with, uh, I wasn't salt. I get it. It's, 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 it's your, your child. You started it. So I get it. But I was just honestly, I was just happy that the team was being recognized, and I was happy for you. And we were in really good company, so it was it was fun. It was hot. It was cool, and it bodes well for a great future. And you're my number one hilarious guest. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored, and I love you. Love you. And I- I'm so glad that we get to go on this rocking journey together. On this rock and roll journey. On this rock and roll in this crazy house of rock. All I'm asking is for a chance to laugh with Carrie O'Donnell. All I'm asking for. Guys, stay safe. Pray for the arc light. Pray for the arc light, and we'll see you soon. Love and light. Bye.